Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. This is episode 214 for March 19th, 2020. This week we'll be discussing the coronavirus, also known as COVID-19, and how it is affecting the paddling community. We'll discuss the Paddling Film Festival that Paddling Adventures Radio just hosted and some of the great films that were involved. And then we'll talk to John Van Berger to get his updates on the Yukon journey. We're especially interested to find out on what the COVID-19 virus is going to do to his trip. In the end, we'll finish with a good cup of camp coffee. Everybody likes a good cup when they're in the backcountry, and we'll discuss the best ways to make it. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back to start the show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store, with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka, and Halliburton. Hey everybody, this is Sean Rowley and with me is Derek Spesh. Hello. And with us is John Van Berger. Hey guys. What's happening, man? Oh, you know, I don't know. It's just like every other day. Feeling like a (laughs) shut-in? Yeah. Everybody's shut in. Everybody's really depressed. Everybody's (laughs) doesn't know what to do. It's the coronavirus. Yeah. COVID-19. That's all anybody's talking about right now. Mm -hmm. And you can't get away from it. And you figure, you know what? Doing the, what do they call it? The distancing, uh, social Social distancing. distancing. Social distancing. Everybody's doing it. Mm -hmm. Derek, you need to be sitting in in the next room. (laughs) There is actually, uh, we were listening today to the radio uh, coming in and they were talking, the radio hosts were actually all in different rooms. Oh, wow. Yeah. So nobody's in the same room Hmm. and and yeah, they're all doing that social distancing. So we're doing the social distancing by having John way down in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's right. How far apart are you guys right now? Over uh, a meter. We're yeah, yeah. There's six, five, six feet away. Yeah, about five and a half, six feet away. There's a table between us. Yeah. A table, okay. two computers, two microphones, a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, a couple glasses of beer. <laughs> Should put up a plastic, uh, you know, like a clear a vinyl. <laughs> the bubble, <laughs> the boy in the yeah. bubble thing. Derek's yeah. got a bag over his head right now. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's uh, it's really taking its toll here, man. It's everywhere. I mean, you can't get away from it, and everybody's. Uh, actually, today was my first day of working at home. Uh, they decided at work. They, there's a few people that they decided could work from home, and then there was two days ago, and then yesterday we had a big meeting, and they said anybody that takes public transit, and anybody that has connection to somebody that's in the health field, mm-hmm. uh, healthcare professionals. And that's my wife is a nurse. She's, uh, yeah, basically front lines of the, the, uh, COVID-19 at the hospital. So they said, you know what, you might want to work from home. <laughs> um, just talking to her, there's a few of her coworkers, their family members are already doing the same sort of thing. Uh, another thing to keep in mind is there is other things <clears throat> still out there besides the COVID-19. H1N1 has made a little bit of an appearance at uh, my wife's hospital. Still doing its rounds. Yeah, the old swine flu is is still out there and around. It was never, I guess, fully disappeared, but uh, 
Yeah, you, re- you really got to watch it. You had that one. I had that one. Yeah, it was uh, as uh, as days go. Those weren't my favorite. <laughs> collect but, them all. Get them all. <laughs> it's like collecting. No, I, I, I had gone in and had knee surgery, and when I came out about uh, two days later, or so I think it was, I ended up getting the swine flu. And uh, yeah, so that was no fun to be rehabbing your, you know, you're still kind of sore and everything from the knee surgery, and then then have the swine flu was like, oh, hey, this is this is special. <laughs> Gotta like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get a get a free get a free flu with every knee surgery. <laughs> That's right. But wait, no, how much would you pay? <laughs> wow. Uh, so this is, I mean, it's affecting everybody. Yes. We were, I was, I was at work the other day, um, St. Patty's Day shaming people. Oh yeah. Out of like 60 people, there was three of us wearing green. <laughs> so I was walking around, where's your green? Oh, I forget. Shut up. You did not forget. <laughs> and then I turned to, turned to, to one guy and I said, you know what? Just because the world has this big virus going around, doesn't mean everything needs to shut down. Oh yeah, I guess it does. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's exactly what happened. Bars are closed, theaters are closed. I walked through a shopping mall and hardly anybody in it and the majority of the stores have closed themselves. Yes. You know, not not that they had to, that they just yep. did. Restaurants, you know? so restaurants yeah. like McDonald's, you can only do takeout. Drive through. Drive through and takeout. Yep. They're, and they do delivery, but uh, the, you know, restaurants, they're not allowed to, you're not serving in, it's all takeout food type thing. So it's... Uh, well, you can't even go in. No, well, you, you have can, to go through drive throughs But I mean, in a restaurant, restaurant. A restaurant, yeah. yeah. I don't know if they're, yeah, yeah, I don't they're, know. Yeah, they're limited hours and they do, they do takeout or yeah. whatever. I know I saw something on Facebook saying that, hey, if you see a truck driver walking up to like McDonald's or Harvey's or something and... Doors are closed and because they can't drive their trucks through drive through. No, right? no. They say, you know what? Ask them what they want. Go buy them a meal. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, help help them out that way. Uh, I mean, yep. that's the biggest thing that I'm hearing right now is, hey, we're all in this together, sort of yep. thing. And we yep. got we got to think about it that way. But even with everything in the world that's being shut down in our regular lives, let's talk paddle sports. The mm-hmm. biggie, the big big biggie. Canoe Copia. Yeah. I yep. was like an hour from heading, jumping in my truck, my truck and heading there. Yeah. And I mean, that's a 12 hour drive from here. Yeah. And it got canceled. Yeah. It, it was canceled. It's, uh, the canoe symposium has been canceled. Yeah. Um, There's... things like national parks across Canada are all closed. Yeah. Provincial parks Provincial. in Ontario. Algonquin Park. We're talking car camping, day use camping. Backcountry camping, yep. hiking, everything. Yes. Till April 30th right now. Yeah. You can't even go there and hike. It's, it's closed. Yeah. And, and, but, and you know, I was, I was, at first I thought, what? You, I can't walk alone in the backcountry. But I guess really what the point of it is, is that if there's nothing to do, you're going to get people flocking to these these uh, these hiking trails, and you're going to end up with large crowds on the hiking trails. You know, shut her down. Stop the crowds from forming, right? Because yeah. people aren't, let's be honest, people really aren't smart enough to avoid, uh, <laughs> people aren't obeying and listening to the social distancing thing. People, honestly, people just aren't that smart. They're going to go out and do what they want to yeah. do. I mean, if they, yeah, I mean, that's one of, we've had that conversation at work is like, how many people that are working from home are actually going to work from home? Right. 
are they going to do what they they need to do and then they're going to go out and do other things yeah. which would include maybe hitting a local hiking trail or something like that yeah. right so yeah all these things are now being shut down now canoe copia john you have the outdoor kind booth was supposed yeah. to be there yeah we were well i was supposed to go down and i had three presentations this year right and uh, then we had the outdoor kind booth in the lobby. And so, you know, unfortunately, um, no presentations. And I, before that, I had to cancel out because I hit um, three of the four high risk factors for uh, COVID-19. So I really have to be pretty careful with uh, um, what I'm doing. Right. So, uh, and then it was like, well, we can still have the booth. We can, we can put things up. Um, we can have our safety information there and everything. And so we were planning on doing that. I had ordered some, some new signage and everything as well. And, um, you know, we'd hope that maybe still get some donations on that. And, uh, all of that went away, unfortunately. So, so we're between canoe copia and the Ontario backcountry symposium, uh, which we were also, you know, hoping to be at and and uh, get some donations there as well and and hand out safety info. We you know, we will have lost about sixty percent of our projected income for this coming year. Oh wow! Or for this Holy this cow. year rather, excuse me, this year. This year. Yeah, that's and, significant. And well, and it is too because we just purchased all of this stuff for the show season, right? Oh, right. So you so spent the money and spent the money and and yeah, so we're we're feeling it you know and and the outdoor kind uh for people that that may not know uh, we support first responders and we do educational outreach so at the end of the year <laughs> the money that we have we give to first responder groups and then we you know print things out that we can hand out things like that so we start every year basically at, at zero dollars so for us this year it's this is this is going to be a really really uh tough hit right this is, this is a tough hit for us i i yeah wow now, and i mean i'm you're not the you're not the only one in that boat but now you've if you got the stickers and everything that you were going to sell right can um, people get those off your website they can thank you for asking um yeah so what we did is is um we updated the website if you go to the outdoorkind.org slash sticker shop or if you just go to the the main site you'll see the link for it and people can purchase the stickers there we have the new uh holographic stickers that uh, are actually really cool yeah so if people want to pick up the classic black and white or the holographic stickers they can do so and then we apply that to you know to our to our campaign so uh, it goes to a good cause and uh right now honestly friends <laughs> it would help out a lot <laughs> well even if you i mean you take a peek at them and if you see them pass a, a little email around to your friends and say hey who wants some and do a bulk order if you got about 10 friends that want a couple of the stickers then yeah get the money together buy 10 or whatever 20 whatever all your friends want and do one order and he can send them all to you guys and whoever orders and uh, you guys pass them out to your friends yeah we definitely appreciate that that uh you know, they're, they're fun stickers right now. We can all use something that makes us smile, I think. So, yeah. Yeah. You know what? And that's the big thing is it's really depressing. It really is right now. The whole mood of, of everywhere you go, 
Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I was joking with one of our clients today saying, yeah, I'm after work, I'm heading downtown Toronto. I'll be walking up and down Young Street giving hugs out for free. <laughs> hey, everybody, you look like you could use a hug. <laughs> Come on, bring it in, bring it in. Come on, you know you want one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't think anybody would really go for that. I was going to no. say, didn't that get you arrested previously for that? Show? Shut up! <laughs> oh, people don't know about that? No, no. Well, they do now. Thanks, John. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's man, I mean, and we were even talking about it at work, is this is unprecedented, yes. having to, to close everything like this. But... Yep. Uh, you know, from things that like SARS and H1N1 stuff like that, that have happened in the past, we're taking all those lessons learned and hopefully we have learned from them and can apply a lot of that to what's going on now. Now, like I say, this is unprecedented what we're doing now, having to close everything, but you know, hopefully it's, it's going to work two weeks, um, make a big significant drop in the number of new cases and the people that are already infected, you know, getting better. And, yeah. you know, it's got, it's got to, it's got to end sometime. You, you know, it's going to come to an end at some point and everybody's going to, hopefully it ends before summer. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's definitely going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, especially like I say, the national park. Now I haven't heard about down in the States or not, but yeah, like I say, across Canada, the national parks are closing and Ontario, the, the provincial parks are closing and stuff. Um, and you had a trip to the Everglades. Right. Oh, yeah. Now, the, the last I knew, uh, the Everglades was still, was still open. Right. Uh, and what I was going to do was, uh, you know, drive down, camp along the way, and then um, get down there. And, and my friend Mark and I were going to paddle the Everglades. And so we thought, yeah, well, this works. And even up till last, uh, what, about a week ago, roughly, we thought that this was still going to be possible. And uh, he had flights, and he was going to skip the flights and just drive down. And then Florida started closing state parks. Georgia started closing state parks. And I was thinking, well, there go some of my places that I was going to stay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, you just kind of look at those things and, and start thinking, is this really at this point in time, you know, do you want to leave family to go do that? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I, I was kind of thinking, yeah, I don't think this is going to happen. I got a call from uh, my friend Mark and he said, what were we thinking that we're going to leave our wives in the middle of a pandemic and go down for for two week (laughs) paddling? Social (laughs) distancing. Yes. There you go. Well, you know, and, and, it was funny and we laughed at everything, but it was, it was, it is a serious thing because you think about that. So let's say, for example, one of us picks it up or gets exposed to it on the way down there and then you're out in the back country, right? Mm-hmm. And come down with symptoms. Then you've got an issue, right? Yeah. Especially if you're in a, and we were going to take out, uh, you know, a, a canoe, the two of us are going to be in a canoe. So then you're like, well, and it's that 18 footer. So it's not really feasible for one person to to get that back out alone. So even if you call somebody and have someone out, then what do you do? Right. So we looked at all of that and just said, you know what, not only does it, it not make sense that way, but you know, if, if uh, Florida actually was, was in pretty good shape at the time, but you say, you know, if it ramps up badly, do you really want to be 
competing for medical resources. Yeah. And it, that doesn't make sense either, right? Because if they get slammed, they're going to need everything they've got for those people. Well, we had two employees that were down in Mexico huh? that are now on the 14-day self-quarantine. Self and yep. we have one employee that's still down in Florida. <laughs> so when he's done his two weeks holiday. He gets two more weeks he holiday. He gets two more <laughs> weeks holiday. <laughs> but I also know of another couple that were paddling through Mexico. Oh, yeah. And when they came out, it had to be like, oh, my God, the zombie apocalypse <laughs> happened yeah. while we were back What country. happened while we were gone? Yeah. They came out to, yeah. to just being bombarded with, with this. And you're like, wow, that's like, it's got to be like you, 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 you figure a zombie apocalypse happened or something, right? Right. But yeah, no, it's, yeah, that's a, <laughs> that'd be a shocker, right? One of the oh. guys that I work with at, uh, he, he just got back from vacation and it's like, okay, he's going to self-quarantine. Oh yeah, where did he go? Oh, he just got back from Italy. It's like, what? Yep. So he had, he, he's, he's retired, but he works on contract and he, um, he was in Italy for like a month. And yeah. so, <laughs> wow. Well, actually, and, but a month the, ago, he didn't know this was happening. This nobody was coming, did. right? Nobody did. So he's, he's like, the, he's like, okay, I, I got to get home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pat Harrington had uh, a guy from the Quiet Adventure Symposium. He's one of the volunteers and he's been kind of one of the organizers for years. Really nice guy. Uh, he and um, his uh, wife, Robin, were over in uh, Italy. And came back the day before Quiet Adventures, and they thought, you know what, we're just going to shelter at home right now. Mm -hmm. So they didn't come in for it, but uh, he's over the two-week mark now, and he's clear, so they're both clear, so that's that's great news. Yeah, I mean, part of you, when, when I was looking at all those cruise ships, and they're saying, well, you were on a two-week cruise, and now you're quarantined for two weeks. I mean, part of me at the beginning, before everybody knew what this was, was thinking, those lucky people. <laughs> <laughs> An extra two weeks on a cruise ship. That's yeah. awesome. Why are you people complaining? <laughs> Hang your butt out a porthole if it's that problem. <laughs> but, okay, so answer me this. What is with the toilet paper? I, you know, I've been looking into that. I've been reading up on it. It comes down to a psychology thing. It's a trigger mechanism. It's, it's, uh, people are panicking, right? Oh, definitely. And so it, so what, uh, what was it? I was, I was reading something from a psychologist and reading something else from some, somebody else. And they're saying that, uh, all it takes is, is the media to say the wrong thing about, yeah, Hey, stock up at home. And so at one point. Uh, the, the, in Canada, the minister of something health and well, whatever he was saying, you know, make sure you have, uh, you're stuck up on medication and, and stuff like that. And, uh, yep. and somebody, all it takes is somebody to go in after like some kind of public announcement like that. You see somebody with a giant cart full of toilet paper to go, Oh, look at that. He's stocking up on toilet paper. I've got to do it too. So it's self-compounding and, and it's a, it's like a panic purchase, a panic buy. It completely doesn't make sense. And if you ask an individual who did stock up on 10,000 rolls of toilet paper, they, they won't be able to really tell you a reason. It's like, well, no, I want to make sure I have toilet paper. Well, no, <laughs> you're going to be able to buy toilet paper. Oh, the memes that have come out. Yeah. They're all dead. <laughs> yes. But did you notice all their asses were clean? <laughs> <laughs> 
as I, I don't know. So we went, we went shopping on the weekend and we needed milk. We've been in there a couple of times. There was no milk and we're like, Ooh. So we went, go check for, Oh, there was five bags. We grabbed a bag of milk. The manager had a giant skid of toilet paper and was handing them out. Nope. You only get two. You only get two. You only get two. <laughs> right. So while we're here, <laughs> we'll join the toilet paper revolution. <laughs> and we got our two. But you know what? I'm thinking we have plenty at home, but with my mother-in-law who's older. Yeah. It, what if she can't get out and get any? Or, you know, a family member says, I'm right. One of the girls at work, she's saying like, I got to find a place around here because I'm like down to my last roll. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, here's a whole package for you. Merry yeah. Christmas. Happy birthday. <laughs> you know, sort of thing. So yeah, we, we grabbed a couple extra just in case, you know, family yeah. members are, are running a little low. <laughs> we have seven rolls in the house. I think we're good for a bit. <laughs> I'm going to go to work. We got those big jumbo rolls, <laughs> the industrial size. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one ply. <laughs> All right. Use, use this sparingly. Here's your one sheet for the day. <laughs> We're rationing toilet paper. Yeah. I could not believe that when I saw that. I was like, oh, man. Seriously? I, I'm just missing something on this. I it's, don't know what it was. It's mystifying. It's just like, what is going on with you people? Oh man. Yeah. I was in the grocery store last week. I was just, I was picking up something like milk and eggs or something. And the woman in front of me, all she had was toilet paper. Yeah. She had a cart fully loaded with toilet paper. <laughs> I just, I, I wanted to ask her a question. I thought, no, I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> should probably well, take you out and then steal she, your toilet paper. <laughs> you know, and the thing is that when you, just the time, you know, you think, why would somebody do that, right? You don't know that they're not picking it up for like, you know, four or five people at the senior citizens home yeah, or something, could be, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, because I've seen some of this stuff where they're like, people are trying to publicly shame people with, you know, photos in the Costco or whatever. And you're like, you don't know, that person may be a good Samaritan too, right? Yeah. So, because, you know, people are, people are right now, they're at their worst and at their best. See, because people are doing some amazing things for each other right now. Yes. I would be the guy hanging out the sunroof, yelling at people on the side of the road, need toilet paper? And I'd be throwing rolls. <laughs> partly to give them toilet paper partly to see how good my aim is <laughs> didn't you get arrested for that once before too winner winner chicken dinner shut up John <laughs> but all these stories seem like they're familiar and they always end up with you in jail but I'm <laughs> or a Turkish prison <laughs> that's where we met <laughs> yeah it's uh yeah you know and that's the big thing is if people are doing stuff for each other and stuff and they're saying uh restaurants um give your food to local uh charities and food banks and stuff like okay that. Yeah, yeah yeah um i think i heard disneyland or something did that disney world which one's oh because they're shut down they have to they, they shut down it's all they, gonna spoil if they don't yeah get they rid passed of it. all the food out to homeless shelters or yeah, something good. like that awesome which is cool. Which because is cool. it's just going to spoil. They're closed for a month. Yeah. So it's not like the, any of the food, like if it, any perishables will have to go somewhere because they're not, the public isn't going to be buying it. Yeah. Um, I would like to give a personal shout out to the Marriott in Madison, Wisconsin, because I phoned out, I, I phoned up because it, it took me a bit and I, I, I had to make up my mind whether I was going to canoe copia yeah. or not. Yeah. And... I finally said, you know what? I'm going to call up the hotel. And if they say 
up your nose with a rubber hose for keeping your money, I was going to go. But if they say, no, you know, we'll give you your money back, no no penalties or whatever for cancelling this yeah. close to when you're supposed to be here. Um, th- and that's exactly what happened. I called up oh. and she says, you know what, we'll, we'll cancel your room, no penalties, no nothing. Mm-hmm. So come next year, definitely better believe I'm going to be yeah. getting a room with them again. So yeah. what about, there's, there's an individual. Airfare. That, yes, I was going to ask that. Airlines seem to be the ones that are being total... So did a certain individual get a refund or is he still I, fighting for it? I think they're still it? fighting. A few people I know are still fighting for it. Like you cannot fly. Yeah. I have a buddy who married a uh, woman down in Cuba and he's been going through all the rigmarole to bring them up. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to come up beginning of April. Oh. Uh, and now he's had to rebook the flights, hoping it's for the end of the month. Mm-hmm. And they're charging him an extra hundred bucks or something because uh. ticket prices are higher at that point. Yeah. So now it's a couple of extra hundred bucks out of his pocket. Huh. And if it's not lifted by then, he's got to rebook again. Of course, closer to summer you get, yeah. the higher the price of the ticket. So it's going to cost him even mm-hmm. more. Hmm. Um, I have to assume there's going to be some lawsuits at the end of it all. I would think so, right? Because it's... that gouging and douchery yeah. just does not belong. <laughs> oh, speaking of gouging and gouging and doucheries, so one thing on the good side of things. So, you know, it's difficult to get hand sanitizer right now. Yeah. There is uh, now for the life of me, I can't remember where this drugstore is, but the pharmacists in that drugstore, they took it upon themselves to, they've mixed up their own batch of sanitizer that you can make it at home. Oh yeah. So they made up, they made up all their own batches and they're selling it at cost. So they're not gouging They're They're not making a penny off it. And what they're doing is they're, they're making hand sanitizer for people to come in and buy at cost. So good for them, right? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You know what? There's a lot of bad things going on. But there's also a lot of good stuff. But there's an awful lot of good things going on as well. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Oh, good times, (laughs) boys. (laughs) Good times. It's funny though, like with this, it's uh, with the cancellations and stuff, it's you hear cancellations and you think, I never thought of that. But Mm -hmm. yeah. Like for example, I, I messaged you today saying that Everest is closed uh, yeah. from Nepal side and the China side. It's uh, they've there there will be no summits this uh, this so yeah. May is the summit season for for Everest, and it's shut down. Nobody's getting any passes. Nobody there's there won't be any summits in in twenty twenty four Everest. Necessarily, nece- not necessarily a bad thing. No, no, it's not a bad thing. I'm just saying it's something. Like, yeah. I never thought of that. Well, even my daughter, she's only got a month left to school, and all her like. Till she graduates from university, yeah. right? Year four. Yeah. And now all her classes are virtual classes. Like I guess yeah. the teacher gets on there and everybody logs into whatever page and gets their lessons that way. Yeah. Right? Online. There's a university here in Ontario. Darn it. I can't think of the name of it. But they, uh, on the 16th, they said, okay, anybody in residence Get out. Get out. And you have until the 18th. They gave them two days to yeah. move out for the year. Yeah. You're done. Get out. It, and they had till midnight. Well, just today, the 18th? They have till midnight tonight to, to get out of residence. Yes, they tell Today's the 19th. 19th. So they had midnight last night to, to get out. It's like, holy cow, that's... That's really short notice. Like, yeah. what if you need a moving van or whatever? So they had to get out. They had to clear out a residence. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, last minute things just aren't happening right now. Yeah. And I mean, again, with the, when you get into the um, 
the parks and stuff like that. Yeah. Look at all the, the, the park rangers and the kids that use Ontario parks and stuff like that for their um, summer jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. So the, their all, early season is... Yeah. Like all, all service workers and like anybody who works in a hotel or restaurant, it's going to be some pretty slim times. And, well, the one good thing is that here in Canada, they... Uh, the government has foregone the two-week waiting period for EI. So but, if you're laid off, you can get EI immediately. But picture 29,000 or 29 million people applying all at once. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be delayed two weeks. Yeah, yeah it's going to be more than two weeks <laughs> for that. So anyway, you know what? We, we I don't want to dwell on this one anymore. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know what? We're all in this together. If you're out there, you see somebody needs some help with something, give them some help. If you got a bunch, you got the chance to buy extra toilet paper and give it away, do <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. If you got a chance to buy extra paper and sell it for 20 bucks a roll, do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, paddling equipment's not cheap. <laughs> Use that excuse. $20 yeah. for a sheet. Here's one square, yeah. dollar, a buck square. <clears throat> yeah, Rob Ford wants to do buck a beer. We'll do buck a square. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so John, sorry to hear about, uh, Canoe Copia and what outdoor kind and, uh, your Everglades trip as well, man. That just, that sucks. It's just, yeah. You know, I mean, it's kind of comical in, in the sense of the Everglades because it's like last year it was the federal government shutdown. Oh yeah. That's right. You're just not meant this, to go to the Everglades. You know, apparently I'm not supposed to. So. If you plan a trip to the Everglades next year, we're punching you in the face. Because <laughs> something else is going to happen. It's getting worse every year, John. That's right. <laughs> we yeah. will drive down to Wisconsin. We'll yeah. get your wife to hold you down. <laughs> we'll punch you in the face. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't think uh, that's not going to be in the, the books for anything for a little while. <laughs> There's going to be a map. It's going to say all the states. And then it's going to say, no John Land. <laughs> that big spit that comes out the bottom of the U.S.? Yeah. No John Land. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, the bottom line with all of this is that, you know, we just hope that this slides that time frame back, right? By, yeah. By taking these, taking these precautions now, it hurts. And, uh, but we just hope it slides the time frame back for... For things so more people will get through this and yes and, uh, we'll yeah. be able to paddle together later mm-hmm. that's all we can do man that's yep. all we can do bottom line uh so other things that are happening uh quick one quick one quick one being close to actually today's the first day of spring is today is it really yeah. no tomorrow sorry tomorrow's yeah. the first day of spring yes um okay. camper christina sent along a little message the bears are awake in Ontario. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently, they've been uh, they've been hitting the bird feeders. <laughs> hey, boo. hey, boo bear! Yeah, yeah, they've been hitting some of the bird feeders uh, up uh, the Muskoka's there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you watch yourself. They are up and about. She actually sent a picture of uh, bear footprints on a doorstep with some snow. Oh yeah. Yes. Her doorstep? I said maybe it was just a six-foot raccoon. <laughs> She's doubting that. <laughs> but, man, she I'd loved? love to have a six-foot-tall raccoon. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? 
<laughs> I'm going to add that to my collection. <laughs> Six foot raccoon, a platypus, and a penguin. And an ostrich I can ride to work. <laughs> On Monday night, I was uh, I was woken up in the middle of the night. There was like a, a screeching out in the backyard. I went out with my flashlight and there's three, there's three raccoons in the top of the tree. One is cornered out at the end of the branch and the other two are just like hissing and hooting at them. <laughs> We got three of them in our area, and they do that, and it is a god-awful sound. Three <laughs> raccoons fighting. It's, it's like, what's going on? Is somebody killing a baby out there? It's like, yeah. holy cow. <laughs> yeah, new turf, man. Somebody's yeah. trying to move in. Yeah. But they've been going, oh, um, I had Thumper and oh, yes. Flower on my door, my yeah. front lawn, the, yeah. a rabbit and a skunk. Yeah. Uh, Mackenzie texts me and then calls me from his car the other morning. Yeah, I know mom's heading out to work in a couple minutes. Tell her not to. There's a skunk on our doorstep and there's another one at the bottom of the stairs. One's in our recycling, the other's in our garbage. Uh, I can't get out of my car. He just got <laughs> home from work. He was just coming, yeah, because he's working night yeah. shift. So he was, it's basically, he's walking in the door, Tracy's walking out yeah. the door sort of thing. But he's in his car. But the raccoons and the skunks lately, man. I know. They've just gone nuts. Every, every day are recycling. There's nothing in there. It's... It's yeah. like, well, you know, I, I got to think maybe they're sniffing, there's a, a cat food tin or something. Yeah, yeah. And that's what they're going after. But, oh, they're just dumping it all over the place. <laughs> Tis the season. Everybody's yep. hungry. Yeah, it's spring. Yep. Spring has sprung and our garbage is everywhere. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, watch out for bears. They are up and getting out and about. hungry. Not that we have to worry because nobody's allowed out doing anything now. I hope the bears the are practicing. Are Social, yeah, I wonder if they... Social distancing. <laughs> Excuse me, Bear, you cannot approach me. What are you doing, Yogi? Get over there. What are you doing? You're in my personal space, Bear. You're in my bubble. Yeah, personal space. Uh, we had the film festival. Yes, we did. Our fourth annual film fest. Third time at... Uh, at uh, drums and flats. Drums and flats. Yep. Um, yeah. So it was. The, it's the Paddling Film Festival, 2020 World Tour of the Paddling Film Festival. Uh, we've hosted it four years now. It's good that it was last week. If it well, was this week, and we would have exactly had to cancel it because we always hold it this week. Yeah. But because St. Patty's Day is on Tuesday this week, yeah. we held it last week. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And it's like, yeah. And then all of a sudden this week, everything's being canceled. Yeah. And I'm thinking, we would have had to cancel. Huzzah. Yeah. We just got, we escaped that one. Yeah. We did. We got did. Lucky on that. We got very lucky on that one. Yeah. Um, going through all the films this year, last year, there was a lot of environmental films. Yes. Everything there was, was, right? Yeah. Huge. Especially dams. You know, talking about the big hydroelectric dams and stuff like that. This year, not so much. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything, this year, the only complaint I would have is some of the films, excuse me. Um, there's a large they, amount of kayaking. Well, they talked about, there's actually more canoeing this year than there was, was last there? year. Yeah. But they they talk about the trips they're doing, but they're not actually showing very much paddling. They There seem to be a whole lot of prep stuff and stuff in between paddling and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. But there wasn't as much actual paddling. Yeah. So there yeah. was, there was a few, few, a few films like that, uh, that yeah, we just didn't show, but there was a few of them that were, were pretty good. One of the favorites, uh, was it family roots? 
was one of the favorite films. Uh, family Roots. It's about a family traveling together in a, in a big canoe. Oh, uh, yeah. the couple that were up north. Yeah, with the two kids. And people were saying, why are you doing that? How could you do that with oh, the kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, uh, until you're out there. And it's not like they were inexperienced people. Very experienced You know, yeah, yeah, a lot of experience doing yeah. that. Uh, the ice, um, isolation, I-C-E-olation, up, way up north. There was, a, there was a couple of them with the paddling through... Um, ice and glaciers and and all that sort of stuff that was pretty cool stuff i really did enjoy the the films on offer this year like i say a lot of them weren't all um environmental this year so that was pretty cool so if you do have the chance to go check out the real uh, not the real paddling it used to be the real paddling now it's just called the paddling film festival i would definitely check it out uh there's it's always in your area you can check it out at um well paddling magazine is the one that hosts it, Rapid yes. Media, yes. that sort of thing. So check that out. We had uh, 75 people there this year. It was a good crowd. Yeah, good crowd. Yeah, that, seems, that seems to be what we get every year, mm-hmm. 75 people. Yeah. Great films. Now, we always hold it on a Tuesday night yes. because there never seems to be anything going on on a Tuesday night. Yeah, and it it, it has worked. It's we, yeah. we get free run of the place. It's the, the restaurants are empty, mostly empty that night of the week. But we always have people leaving early because they got to work. It's a school night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we we get we start by seven o'clock and we're done ten thirty, eleven ish. But people are coming in from because if you don't hit the the main premier downtown Toronto, we're the I think we're the next closest one. Um, so we have people coming from from around the Toronto the GTA, uh, to come to this one. So yeah, if they if they're living on the far side of the city, they got to leave a bit early that sort of deal. So we did a quick poll and a lot of people sound like a Saturday or Sunday afternoon gig would sound I right li- up their alley. I like that idea. Yeah. And I've never, I've never gotten into that because Saturday, everybody wants their Saturdays, mm-hmm. but in March, it's not like they're real, yeah. except for a couple of guys that are kayakers, but there's something local with kayakers anyway. <laughs> something wrong with them. <laughs> wait a Oops, minute. Wait a minute. Sorry. Was that my outside voice? Sorry, John. Uh, <laughs> And if Alan Drummond has listened to this, I meant everybody but you, Alan. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- I think we'll maybe try it on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon next year and see if uh, I that, like, that, that goes I really down. like yeah. that idea. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it, even for us, it's not, mm-hmm. we're, we're hustling to get home from work, get over to the bar, get everything I know, all tough. set up yeah. and then whatnot. And then we've got to tear down and get home and yeah. bed by midnight. It'll be more relaxed. Yeah, so so yeah, it seems we did a quick little poll there, and a lot of people seem to like the idea of a Saturday Sunday, like started at noon, and then end for it. And and the bar always has either the hockey game on or uh, a band coming in. Yep. So yeah, if you're if we're done by four, you stay for dinner, and then you stay for the hockey game or a band yeah. live band that sort of thing, right? Which would be cool. Yeah. So. So, uh, yeah, so that's, that's what we know about that right now. We'll see what happens next year. <laughs> yes. Anyway, let's take a quick break here and we come back, John, we're going to talk Yukon journey because, uh, you got some updates and, yeah. uh, I want to find out what COVID-19 is going to throw into the <laughs> ring for you. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Derek Sprest. You're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. If you like what you've been hearing, you can find out more by checking us out at paddlingadventuresradio.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page for our website, 
where all our podcasts are available for download or streaming. We love to hear from our listeners, so if you have a suggestion for the show or want to let us know how we're doing, please drop us a line. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Welcome back. So, John, the Yukon journey, you had a few updates and things going on, but the big biggie, because there was a big announcement this week, what is COVID-19 doing to your trip? Well, there's a big announcement this morning, in fact, and I'm very upset with my buddy, uh, Justin. Uh, Justin Trudeau, we're on a first name basis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we might not be now because of the border closure. And so we'll see what happens. We are getting um, my target date to, to start the road section of the trip was around May 15th. So we're, you know, under uh, two months to do that. Yeah. So the question is, how long will, will this border closure last? You know, I heard uh, President Trump had said something about 30 days, but that was, you know, I think that was just one of his off-the-cuff comments. I don't know if that has anything to deal with, you know, any any basis in fact. So what what we're doing is I'm I'm continuing to do the the online the Yukon Journey countdowns. Right. Um, people are listening to this. It's 80 days, and. Uh, so we're just going to go ahead and we are going to be hopeful and think that I'll still be paddling on the Yukon River this summer. Well, it's 55 days from now till your May 15th, right? If my mathical so is working out right. You were going to hit the road on the 15th or you want to hit the water on the 15th? Hit the road on the 15th. Okay. Yeah. So that's 55 yeah. days from now. Yeah. We could be beyond the curve and they could start opening things up again yeah. by then. Yeah. Right. So I, would, I wouldn't get... I, I would say play it as if it was still happening. That's that's what we're doing. Right. Yep, that's absolutely what we're doing. We are one of the components of this year's trip, and we haven't really talked much about it on on the podcast here, but it is a big education component and getting schools involved. And so this year, as opposed to focusing on first responders, this year the, the focus was going to be on schools. Right. And on on educating and working with kids. And so I would be calling back and Skyping back into classrooms and, and answering questions of the day and sending back uh, photos and, and then doing like video call-ins from some of the river towns. Right. Schools down here have closed and, and you expect that they're going to be closed for a bit. But some governors have said that they think the academic year might actually be over now. Yes. And we, so, we're hearing the same thing here in Canada. Yeah. So if that happens, then the education component is basically done. Wow. So, which, yeah, which, which I'm real, you know, I'm a, I'm a former teacher. So I was really excited about that piece this year because it's something new and, and something that would be, you know, really interesting to do. And, and, you know, in terms of the technology alone, right. Um, mm -hmm. and to be able to do that and have kids, you know, get a sense of what that is and what daily life is like up there. And then going through schools up there and, and talking with students and, you know, just so many possibilities to do some really cool things. And, you know, if if they should end the academic year but, but have some summer programs, we might be okay. But I think even getting people signed up at this point, there's just too much uncertainty. So I think that piece is 
unfortunately, that piece may go by the wayside. So I'm I'm going to be hopeful, but on that one, mm, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but the rest of it, we're still planning. Um, I'm still planning on going up. I am planning on it being a solo trip. I was thinking in particular the in terms of it being a solo trip, the with the Yukon Journey stuff, um, because I'm going to have to spend a lot of time working on that. That it, you know, in, in some ways wouldn't be fair to go up with somebody else while I'm working on all those things, right? Because at you know in the evenings it's sort of like okay, time to work. But um, so that that may change up some things now too. But uh, as of now, I'm still planning on a solo trip. I've had a couple of uh, people express interest. Some really nice people express interest, but I'm I'm still thinking at this point that it's going to be solo. And you wouldn't uh, consider people that want to come out for a couple of days and join you or something like that? Well, you know what? If if somebody's somebody's up there and we're able to do it, that would be fun. What if uh, we just wanted to stay on the shore and throw rocks at you? Could we do that? <laughs> I'm asking for a friend. Toilet paper rolls out the top of the sunroof. That's right. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I... I I think I learned my lesson with segment paddlers on the last one. <laughs> and logist- logistics being what they were, I think uh, this time it's going to be nice to, you know, maybe um, just have some river time. So yeah. so I'm, I'm still planning on that, and that's kind of where we're at right now. We're, we'll see how... We'll see how things play out, right? Um, yeah. You know. Well, yeah, that's all. That's all you can do is play it by ear. Because and I, and I mean that the whole world's doing that right now. Yeah. You know, you, yep. you you got all your plans in motion and just keep going as if you're they are happening and hope for the best. That's all we can do. Right. Yeah, I figure that I've got the latest I can really realistically do this and feel comfortable with it. With the education component, it would probably be July 1st. After that, there, there's no way to work it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's just me personally, I could probably get into the end of the first and maybe second week of July if I just want to go up and paddle. But at that point, you know, you, you start getting to the, uh, to the edge of the paddling season on the back end. And, you know, the, the bearing... Uh, starts whipping up some pretty good storms in September. Yeah, and you really want to be off the water by then. So, and and that's also the point where it starts getting hard to find a spot where you know you can comfortably camp without having brown bears poke their head in your tent. So. <laughs> <laughs> ah, they're just looking for bird seed. It's spring. Yeah. I'm hungry. That's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so the the storms you know are. are the thing essentially that you have to plan for, you know, so you say, okay, well up to this point, we're good after that. So again, we'll just kind of play it by ear. If it gets really bad, the Yukon journey becomes, you know, my, my yard journey. Yeah. (laughs) 2000 miles becomes, you know, 2000 routes of the lawnmower and, you know, well, what if you were to get a map of all the waterways in Wisconsin Mm -hmm. and do about 2000 miles (laughs) <laughs> get yourself a big loop yeah well you know i've always wanted to uh i've always wanted to paddle the wisconsin river uh from up north down to the mississippi in fact that was uh that trip is uh chelsea mayor uh on last yukon journey mm-hmm. chelsea that's how we ended up 
communicating was online, and she was asking about it. And I said, "Well, I live near a, a long section of it. I mean, you know, we're chatting about that, and and we ended up meeting at Canoe Copia, and that's how she became a member of the Yukon Journey. So, you know, if things if it didn't work out, there's there's a little trip there that might be possible, right? Yeah. That's I think it's about four hundred some miles and and gorgeous scenery, and the last hundred what is it about the last hundred miles is all sandbar camping and it's gorgeous so hmm. you know now yeah, it's a, it's you, not, you were talking about the, your yard journey instead of Yukon journey yard journey now yeah. didn't you already do a GPS track when you mowed your lawn <laughs> last year yeah <laughs> yeah when I couldn't get out for a while I was busy with a lot of stuff and so I. <laughs> So one day as a joke, I turned on my GPS tracker and I went out and did my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was kind of funny to look at the the pattern that came back. Chelsea right now, I just find this kind of cool, is she's in the middle of taking a old school bus and converting it into a tiny home. Yeah. Which is yeah, really, I've been, I've been following her. She's tearing it apart. She's totally sanded the outside and repainted and all that sort of stuff. And, oh yeah. Uh, she's insulated it. She's, yeah, she's yeah. got the, I think the stove just showed up. Yep. She's working on the, the, uh, ceiling, ceiling right, right now. now in the walls. Yeah. And yeah. it's the, it's Elmer, the bus, Elmer, <laughs> Elmer, the bus, all and, of uh, green, you know? Yeah. And I, you know, I, this is something I can totally see her doing. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, you know, it's one of those things you're like, well, yeah, of course that's something she would do, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's, and she'll have a blast. She'll be able to, her and her pup will be able to, to cruise on out. And, and she is, you know, she is an outdoors person through and through. So for that to be able to take her out to a lot of the places she wants to go is a, a very cool thing. Yeah, it's really, I've, I've been enjoying watching the updates. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, well, John, like I say, with the Yukon journey, man, just let's play it by ear and hopefully it all comes through because we're definitely looking at do- forward to doing the, uh, the weekly updates again with you up on the, up on the river and hopefully doing, uh, get you to do some FaceTiming stuff for us as well. Yeah, that'd be great. I, and would probably wouldn't be as interesting from my yard. Um, <laughs> well, it depends what was going on. <laughs> you know, John's being I'm... chased by bees. <laughs> Look at her run. Oh, he dripped. <laughs> Actually, when I got back from the last Yukon journey, we had some, uh, some ground wasps in the yard and they hammered me hard one day. And, uh, any video, so, you know, that's, that's a realistic thing. We could do that. Any video asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I you also have the. I have a Gladys Kravitz neighbor, and uh, we could do updates on that. A witch neighbor? You remember a bewitched Gladys Kravitz? No, I, I never got to see that one, really. Okay, yeah, it's the nosy neighbor who's watching everybody do everything. Oh. Yeah, we've got one of those. And uh, so we could have fun with that, too. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. okay yeah it's not (laughs) never mind (laughs) now how do we put a paddling spin on this yes yes you know we've we've got a lot of wildlife we got deer coming through we've got a family of flying squirrels right now but you know i mean there might be something here man don't discount it he's on the portage four (laughs) days now Well, we're looking forward to uh, hopefully that this is actually going to come to fruition and everything's calmed down by the time your May 15th deadline shows up. Yes. Thanks. Uh, In the meantime, 
Uh, oh, there's something else we have to chat about. Oh, yes. Uh, the film festival, we had a couple friends, uh, Chrissy and Vince, show up with a couple of six-packs for us. And what are we drinking from Block 3 Brewing Company in St. Jacobs, Ontario? Yaromir Lager. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Czech Lager from like Yaro, Yaromir Lager. Uh, it's actually quite good. So, uh, Chris and Vince, thank you very much. That's going down nicely this evening. <laughs> what do we got left here? You know what? Let's take a quick break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about Camp Coffee. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Sean Rowley and you're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. To find out more about us, check out our website, paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Current and past episodes of our podcast can be downloaded or streamed from iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page of our website. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for the show, we would love to hear from you. So drop us a line on Facebook or our website. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. Welcome back. So let's talk camp coffee. Backcountry coffee. Yeah, when you're backcountry, I mean, whether you're a day trip or whether you're doing a longer trip, um, you bring your little coffee pot or just hot water pot, whatever, make yourself a cup of coffee. So there's, I guess, instant and there's beans. Mm -hmm. Um, The old style instant, I used to bring that, you know, take a scoop out, throw it yeah, in a cup, yeah. maybe throw in some sugar, throw in That's the simplest way. some powdered milk, add some hot water and there mm-hmm. you go. Now they have the instant in the packets. Yes. Which you rip open, yeah. dump in, add hot water. Everything's already in there. It's a better quality of the, of instant coffee. Mm-hmm. The, I, I Traditionally like Nescafe or whatever they had, like I never did like that old style like you back when your parents when you're growing up you know the, your parents had that old style instant coffee i always thought that was crap you mean the stuff we got in our car to covered upstairs you have that yeah that crappy stuff <laughs> i've never liked that <laughs> really but th- i do like the new coffees that are out now there's uh and it, it's it's just in the last couple of years a lot more companies are coming on the market with their own version of instant coffee packs the only thing, and they are good, they're tasty, there's flavors and all that. The only thing I don't like is the chemicals. Oh. Right? I've never read this. Uh, it's one of those things I kind of avoid. It's like, I don't yeah, want to know what's in there. I don't want to know what's in there. <laughs> I'm just going to close my eyes. And <laughs> That's right. Head in the sand, it tastes good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. And just as a back, you're just sort of memor- uh, reminding me of something here. Going all the way back to the coronavirus thing and not finding stuff in stores. Yeah. If you go into the grocery store tomorrow, I will guarantee you the highest um, stocked area in the entire store, fruits and vegetables. Yes. <laughs> so all you people out there not eating healthy, shame on you. Actually, when I was in I was in Metro there two days ago and there was no potatoes, no bananas, no... Really? Uh, there was no peppers, there was no mushrooms. The, the, the produce department was barren. Oh, I've been, every one of ours is. Because I, I went in to get potatoes. We only have two potatoes left now. So I went to get a bag of potatoes and I was like, oh, 
there's no potatoes. Ooh, apparently it's <laughs> Ireland in your house right now. Fiddly D potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you did that way too good. Do it again. Fiddly D potatoes. <laughs> hey, potatoes. <laughs> we got our potatoes. Anyway, coffee beans. <laughs> Um, I like the instant coffee because I'm one of those get up and go guys. Just get up, get my coffee if I'm having one, yep. some oatmeal and- Eat it, on the it, trail. Yeah. John, I know you like to bring coffee beans. Yeah. I, I like, I love having my morning coffee and I like having fresh coffee out there. So I will take beans. I've got a, uh, hand grinder and I'll grind it. I'll, I'll boil up some water and then I'll either take, I have an, un, uh, one of those uh, unbreakable, I don't want to test it, but unbreakable <laughs> French presses. Right. And I also have, there's a MSR makes a great little, it's just a little coffee filter. It's, it's cheap. It's works fantastic. And, and I've got one of those as well when it's just, you know, when it's like, I'm just want like a cup or something. Right. A quick mug. I'll use that. So yeah, I, I need that. I, and, and, and the older I get, the more I need it. <laughs> <laughs> now, have you guys ever used a percolator? I have. How I does it work? Well, That's one thing I've never, I just know at the top, when, when you see the, the, the black bubbles, coffee yeah. bubbling at the top and the little clear Yeah, so have you ever part? seen one of the commercial ones that at a restaurant or at a no. wedding reception type thing? So basically, there's a top metal pan with hole, all full of holes and you throw the uh, little basket uh, filter in there and it uh, you basically dump your coffee in and what the water boils and it throws the water up the tube up the center and it spits out over top of the coffee grinds and and slowly soaks it down yeah i you know what it's just one thing i've never actually taken the time to figure out how it yeah I've never owned one. It's I've never the, known anybody that it's has just owned the boiling one. action forces water up the center tube over top of the coffee grinds. Okay, I got two of them at home. Really, a small one for solo camping and and a larger one for when I go with my wife. Hmm. Yeah, works yeah. pretty good. I've, I've never and and I know people used to take well back in the day. People would take them camping, right? Yes, and you throw yeah. them over the, on the the Coleman stove and make your morning coffee sort of mm-hmm. thing and whatnot. And, but like I say, I, I never got into all of that because it, that takes too long. Yes, it does. And generally, like if I, if it's a long, slow trip or if I'm solo, then I'll do it because I've got time. But if I'm, if I'm on a trip with the guys or something, it's uh, usually just dump some grinds into a pot, you know, boil a pot of water, throw the grinds right in, and then you, uh, you get chewy coffee f- for your breakfast coffee. Well, you do the old, that's cowboy coffee. Yeah. Throw a little bit of cold water, everything settles to the bottom and boom. Oh no. Bob's your uncle. No, I don't use cold water. Use science. Science? Science. <laughs> yeah, centrifugal force. Yeah, I, I thought about that. Hope if, to hell that handle doesn't I know, break. and that's why I don't do it, because I thought, man, I'm gonna burn myself. No. But generally if you do the, it right. Generally the grinds will just will sink on their own. If you do it right when you're swinging it around and the handle breaks off, <laughs> you're gonna drill somebody in the face. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're not getting burned at all. <laughs> Look out, boys. <laughs> I mean, that's just fun waiting to happen. So how was your trip? Great for all of us except Fred, I, who got <laughs> a pot of boiling water. <laughs> Third degree burns on his face. <laughs> and a pot of water straight to the kisser. <laughs> Bottom first. <laughs> Surprised him, too. <laughs> <laughs> How much beer have you guys had over there, by the way? <laughs> Thing is, we're picturing this happening. Yes, because I'm picturing it. In our lives, it probably could. <laughs> it hasn't already. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. You, you, you boil your pot of water and uh, throw all your um, coffee grounds in and let it percolate for a bit. Stir it up and make sure it's all around. Then, yeah, when it's strong enough for you. You take it off the, the fire and you do the old spinorama with it, doing hopefully you know, and you the spin it around. Spinorama. The spinorama. <laughs> and then all the coffee goes to the bottom yes. of the pot. Yeah. And then yeah, you pour off and hopefully none of the stuff from the bottom floats up while you're pouring into your yeah. cup. And everybody gets some. <laughs> or the good old days you just dunk your cup right in. Yeah, that's what yeah. 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 Yeah, and that's that's a good way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and hopefully Fred doesn't get a Bucket to the face. <laughs> oh man. Um, so John had a wonderful idea Did when he? we were at the Quiet Adventure Symposium. John said, "You know what we ought to do? We ought to get a whole bunch of these instant coffees. Oh yes, and we should sit around and taste test these instant coffees." And we're like, what a wonderful idea, John. <laughs> Let's sit there first thing in the morning and we'll drink all these coffees before yeah. we head back home. <laughs> Wired. <laughs> Wired for sound, baby. <laughs> and uh, I decided, what a great idea. Let's put a couple microphones out mm -hmm. and we'll just record, record the it. whole thing. So we've put together uh, a little special, I guess it's almost an hour long uh, yeah. podcast. So we're going to release that on Monday. And Monday is what? The 23rd? 23rd. Sorry, new, yep. My new lights hit my calendar. Yeah. I can't see it. <laughs> Monday uh, the 23rd. So Monday the 23rd at some point, depends if time we get up. Um, we are going to release that one hour episode of Kevin Callen. Derek Specht, John Van Berger, Johnny and Johnny Stinson from Two for Adventure. Uh, everybody knows his son Hiker more than <laughs> than they know him. I know, <laughs> uh, and myself. I did the recording, so you just hear me in the background yelling every so often. Um, they in our hotel room. We sat there and tried. Was it six different types, John? Yeah, I think it was six. Yeah, so, yeah, six different types of instant. Uh, rip open packages, just add hot water coffees you can take in the back country. Yeah. Uh, gave their opinions on each of them and rated them and came up with our top three. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it was, it was rather humorous. It was fun. It was, it was really good. And it was neat with, uh, with doing the sampling. And so what, we made a cup and then divided the cup amongst everybody. So everybody had like an ounce of coffee because if you're going to try six coffees, you don't want to drink six whole cups of coffee 
Well, not with negativity like that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was ready to go when he kept grabbing him. Yeah. Like, no, you're just going <laughs> to. <laughs> Derek, I want a cup. <laughs> yeah. No more cup for you. <laughs> yeah, it was It was pretty, it was a lot of fun. It was a, it was a good morning. Yeah, so we're going to we're gonna release that this week as, or Monday, we'll release that as a special episode. It's almost an hour yeah. long, so. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was a great idea to, to get an, a... Um, chance to test all those different coffees so yeah if you're into the instant stuff whether you got you're bringing in the sugar and you're bringing in the powdered milk or real milk or baileys or whatever Mm -hmm. that's the other thing is putting the baileys in the coffee or you're into these instant packets now or you're like john you grind your beans john what kind of coffee do you uh, you like really strong stuff when you're camping or no actually you know i've i've gone to kind of a like a medium i don't have a real dark roast i'll go to a medium roast now and if i really want i can overpack it right uh, you know, and, and, uh, make it stronger, but it, I've got a, a, just coffee out of Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, I love this roastery and they have a really nice medium. It's called, uh, what's it? Bicycle fuel. I want to say is the name of it. And yeah, it's, it's really nice. It's got a nice chocolatey flavor to it. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, so that's, that's become my go-to lately. Okay. Now so I know I, I'll, I'll hit Starbucks or something like for some of their stronger ones, like Komodo Dragon and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I, I tend to go for anywhere from medium to, to strong coffees. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll make a, an espresso the size of a regular coffee cup. Yes. I just like it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, go back for two? <laughs> Um, or like I say, there's the French press route, the percolator route, and there's also the cowboy coffee route. So make up your mind, take what you take. Always add Bailey's if you can, and if you can't bring in milk, you <laughs> might as well start your day off right. That's right. But, if you don't have any Bailey's, be sure to add whiskey. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. A little <laughs> bit of whiskey to that. Yeah. But we just. Irish coffee. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> but we sampled it black, so we didn't want to change the flavor of the natural coffee and so everybody's drinking the black coffee black during the sampling period it was good mm-hmm. so yeah we'll we'll put that out there on monday and everybody can listen to that uh, but i think that's about it for now um you got anything else no i believe we've covered everything john you got anything no i think that's it we covered bears we've covered coronavirus <laughs> we've covered the film festival yukon journey camp coffee the Yaromir Lager. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Well, if you want to find out more about Paddling Adventures Radio, you can go to paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Check out some of our stuff on iTunes. You can download or stream from Spotify. Spotify is really taken off for us lately, too. Is it? Uh, yep. Google Play, Player FM, all your favorite podcast uh, downloading sites. Uh, you can go to the episode page at Paddling Adventures Radio and you can listen live or download all our episodes from there. And what else? Oh yeah, uh, YouTube. You can check us out on YouTube. If you're enjoying the podcast, please uh, send it around. Share it with your friends, your neighbors, your loved ones, your not-so-loved ones. <laughs> <laughs> and, your enemies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Facebook, we are at 998 likes. 
but 1,132 followers. So apparently there's like 134 people that follow us, but don't, but don't like, like us. Like us. <laughs> I, I don't know what the difference between followers and likers are. <laughs> but hey, whatever. Uh, so yeah, that's about it for this week. I want to thank everybody for listening. John, thank you for coming on. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I'm Sean Rowley. And uh I'm Derek Spesh. We'll see you next time.